Hello to another episode of my podcast. So, in the last one, I talked about um, my perception, or, or rather, how people generally perceive creativity and my perspective on, like, why that is flawed and, you know, all that jazz. So in this one, I wanted to focus on what I was talking about again, but a little bit more in depth instead of just general people's perceptions. So I wanted to, because I said in the last one that, you know, it's creativity is a skill just like any other skill that you can learn how to do. And you can improve and get better at. So, as someone who has been doing that, I figured it's probably a pretty good idea to talk about what I do to help myself improve. And, like I said before, I do writing. So, the majority of this is going to be based off of writing specifically. I I don't know too much about art or or uh, or really anything other than than writing at least that has to do with creativity or rather the creative fields. So So yeah, I just wanted to to go over what I do. The first kind of thing that I like I usually do uh is is I I observe my surroundings a whole lot and I'm just very aware of what's going on around me because you can find inspiration in a lot of things that you wouldn't really expect to find inspiration in. And especially things you would expect to find inspiration in. Like, I... I, I truly think that... That most ideas are... Like, alternate versions of things that we've seen or experienced so when somebody makes a character I tend to think that at some point someone met someone who behaved that way or someone watched a show where a character behaved that way or they gave that character a a power that one of their uh, a different character had on a different show or something you know like that's why I mean it's more obvious in in certain things so for example like DC versus Marvel thing or the that kind of stuff is generally people are like oh this character is just a knockoff of this character and to some extent yeah and and it really bothers me, especially when people are trying to pick apart like movies that seem oddly 
similar in very specific ways. And they're like, oop, this movie is a copy of this movie because th- this happened in this one and it also happened in that one. And there's a lot of examples. And it's like, it's a story, dude. People look at one thing and they're like, that's cool. And whether they want to or not, they're probably going to somehow incorporate that into their work because it's stuck with them. And so when I think that's what makes people blow the blow creativity out of proportions as to what it is. It's it's taking things that already exist and twisting them into something new. It's not like conjuring completely unique ideas. Most concepts take several weeks and just constant daydreaming and thinking about it to properly form an image of that character and sometimes they just change completely. Some ideas just fade away into the background until you basically forget about them. And and sometimes you have them down somewhere and sometimes you don't. Like, like, uh, so in my stories, um, my story is called the, the, the one I'm currently working on and have been working on for a couple of months. It's, um, I really love fantasy. I love it a whole lot. I'm way into Dungeons and Dragons. Um, just because I love, I just love all the races, I love building cultures, I love just everything about that. And one of my biggest inspirations is, is stuff like Legend of Zelda, it's Dungeons and Dragons, it's, um... Uh, world history, which is kind of an outlier in that, but it's it's definitely like the basis for a lot of fantasy. For for example, like when in in the Hobbit, as in the book series, um, uh, Tolkien, he based the the orcs and the goblins and everything he based those off of um the mongols yeah he you know it's a little questionable to, to <laughs> you know that's a very kind of greek like oh these people are savages they have big teeth and they're they destroy everything and they're terrible and dumb so all that you know like it's it's um quite interesting how that entire thing has been orcs have just well what I'm what I'm trying to say is like it it, it the the concept of what he came up with has shifted 
through many different mediums. Because he based it off of a real thing, the Mongols. And then Dungeons and Dragons was like, oh, sweet, cool monsters. Because context doesn't really matter uh, to some extent, you know, separating the artist from the work. Um, so you take that and then you're, you run with it and you're like, oh, now there are orcs and goblins in, in Dungeons and Dragons. And then from there, like in Legend of Zelda, they have the little bokoblins or whatever they're called and the moblins. And it's like, oh, those are also kind of like goblins and everything. Like the, the, like there's not really original things per se and people seem to be under the impression that if they 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 didn't originally think of it then it's not their idea but that's not really how it works like um usually for me I don't think of a story first. Story is probably the last thing that I think of. Most of the time I just have these little pieces of different things. I have like a concept idea of a setting, kind of. I'm just like, ooh, I kind of like this. So I'll just start thinking about that place and what it'd be like. Um, I think of characters first, if not the setting. I'm just like, ooh, that is, uh, you know, I just, I'm, I'm like, oh, I like that kind of character. And, and I'm like, uh, how should I make him look? I don't know. I guess I'll just hold off on that. Like some, sometimes I go really extensive period of time with just like a placeholder holder character in my head. Typically, it's the same character <laughs> as the placeholder, which is a little odd when I'm trying to change how I think of them in my brain, you know? Because you go from thinking of this one character doing these things to a completely different looking character doing other things, but. But that's what I mean, like, it's so, the thing about creativity is that it's an accumulation of a lot of inspiration. And speaking on inspiration, that's another thing I think people don't really understand, is, is that something doesn't have to be significant and necessarily intended to be inspiring to inspire you. You don't have to sit through hours of people giving speeches to suddenly come up with a grand idea based off of that. No. Generally, for me, inspiration is just passive things that I observe or learn. And I think that's why there's so many different genres and why some genres don't stick very well with me. Because I don't, because I'm not very exposed to those, and 
I don't really have an interest in those, then it's hard for me to latch on to those ideas. So for me, I don't really do much romance. I do, I, um, I dabble in it somewhat because, uh, but I, I do it in a way that's me. So I know I'm not writing any romance novels, but I'm not outright canceling romance from my, from my writing. I'm basing it off of behavior I absorb, uh, observed from others. I'm basing it off of how I perceive romance generally, because I see romantic things as hilarious. And I don't mean that in a way where I think, oh, that's so stupid that people can do those things. No, I think it's great. But it's just so silly to me. <laughs> like, it, there's no way you can take it that seriously. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it or anything, but, you know, that's how I perceive it. So in my writing, I, when I'm writing something romantic, I'm cracking up because I'm, I'm so bad at, because <laughs> I, I can't write serious romance well. But I can write romance that I'm making fun of pretty well. Um, and, and, and a lot of it is the reason there's so many different like book styles and everything is because it's a very personal thing when you're writing. The... There's not really much that you need to learn necessarily. Like you already have base knowledge of words and how sentences work and everything. And if you don't, you can easily look it up off of like Khan Academy or something about English language. But something I think people struggle more on is vocabulary. People seem to be under this impression that I just have a large vocabulary and it's always been odd to me because I'm like this is just the words that I know. I don't I don't really see it as me knowing more things than others. And and I think it's just because I just let my mind wander about those things because when I'm reading something and I'm like and I see a word that I don't know or not necessarily a word that I don't know, but a word that I've heard very often or a word that someone has written very often. And I'm like, I, I don't really understand the full definition of it. Like if you say something and you're like, I kind of have an idea of what it means, but not really. Then look it up, you know, just look it up and there you go. You know now. Um, like sometimes I'll write a word when I'm writing and I'm like, what does that actually mean? Because this is the context I've seen it used in, but I don't know if that's actually what I'm imagining in my head it, that it actually is. And sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. 
And I'm like, oh, time to whip out the thesaurus. That's another thing. Um, this is often uh, a joke, you know, to to whip out the thesaurus and try and find the fanciest words you can find. But I don't really do that. I just use it for when I can't quite remember a word. And I'm like, um, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> I'm like, it's on the tip of my tongue. I know what it means. I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know what it is. Hopefully I'll get lucky and the thesaurus will tell me. Um, and so there's that. And then another part of it is um, just like writing in and of itself. Um, it's a... Uh, it's a bit odd because I'm sure a lot of people write differently than I do. But for me, like I've said before, I'm a stop-go person. So it's the same that goes for writing. I'll go for a long time and I'll I'll write a whole bunch. I might. And when I say a whole bunch, what I mean by that is that I'm sitting there trying to write. Because I don't always write a whole lot. Sometimes I'll write a whole page worth of of things. And sometimes I'll be staring at my screen and write like two sentences. And then later I delete them. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm constantly rereading. That's a large part of it. Um, typically they people... Um, people tend to give the advice of not doing too much rereading because things can change and just because you think that it feels repetitive and and like one note it's because you've read it so many times and you're the one who's had it on your mind over and over again so there's another thing by the way um if you're if you're already writing and you're you always hate what you're doing and you feel like it's not that good and you hate it and you want to delete it first of all never delete writing that's something i've learned is that even if you hate it you're you might like actually have stuff that you forgot about in there that could help you help like it could help you with other stories and you never know when you could go back and be like, yeah, that was actually a really good idea. I didn't do it well, but it was a good idea. So I'll try and work with that again, you know. So uh, so there's a the thing. Don't ever delete your writing. And also, you don't, you shouldn't feel guilty about having writer's block. Even if it doesn't feel like writer's block because... You're not really even trying to write. You're just like, ugh, I do not feel like writing. I don't even feel like forcing myself to write. Ugh. And it's like, it's fine. It happens. Especially because at this point, that's just how I function in most things. So at this point, I just, I have to learn to accept that that's the way that I'm going to be it. And the sooner you do that, the sooner you can be like, 
do I feel like doing that thing? Yes or no? Yes, okay, I'll go do it now. Or no, so I won't go do it. (laughs) I'll do something else. And that's not always how life can work. Sometimes you got to make yourself do things. But when, when it comes to just casually choosing what to do, just let it happen. Uh, unless you're, you're legitimately trying to get monetary value out of it at that moment and you have like a deadline then there's not if unless that's happening you'd have no reason to be stressed about it because at that point it's just a hobby and you can do whatever you want with it and it, and it's kind of funny because i've i've wanted i've i've imagined often myself in the position as a creative writing teacher and it's odd because anyone who's seen me try and speak in front of a lot of people knows that I'm not that good at it. I get stage fright really easily. Um, my anxiety is terrible. And and I'm just a mess. And I, I don't socialize well with new people. But I've always been so fascinated but that's the thing, right? I love to help people. And I don't mean that in like a noble way or anything. I mean, that's just how I've always functioned. I've always valued other people highly in my life. And and I I try my best to, to give people the benefit of doubt when they deserve it and when I can. And... So, where was I going with that? I forgot. Oh, creative writing teacher, right? Uh, <laughs> I I just so that role has always been something that I wish that I could do. You know, uh, I talked about that somewhat in my previous podcast, where I was like, you should never be like. I wish that were me, you know, because it's, it's really not, it's really putting this value on yourself, but like I said, you know, shower thoughts happen, and it's fine to indulge in them as long as you don't make that, uh, make that, uh, use that to make yourself feel worthless. So in that sense it's just something that I want and I and I say that because I genuinely want to work on that skill. I don't know how to work on that skill or if I'll even have a use for it in the end. But I think that if the time comes, then I mean, I might as well try my hardest to do it. But that's to say, I don't really know if that's what I want to do. It's probably not. 
there are different ways of going about doing that sort of thing other than just directly teaching because obviously there's a lot more to teaching and I don't mean that in the job itself I mean the job itself is it can be quite repetitive which makes it both hard and easy at the same time You know, because once you've gotten through your first year, you pretty much have an idea of how you're going to do things from then on out. You might change a few things here and there, but generally generally speaking, you kind of get in the groove of it from what I've understood. So, So, you know, and what I'm mostly talking about is... The school aspect of it is learning to become a teacher. Uh, from what I've seen, it's not that fun to do. <laughs> it it doesn't seem like it's that great because they have to teach you. It 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 seems to me like it's sort of like a mini school repeat, where you kind of have to prove that you know enough about every topic. You kind of have to be a jack of all trades. And that's pretty intimidating because, like, I don't know enough about the system to say whether I could guarantee that I would get that position if I was trying to be a teacher. And I definitely wouldn't want to be stuck being, like, the gym teacher or a science teacher or that. (laughs) Oh, that's my kids barking. Great. Thanks, guys. Love that. Yeah, that's the cat. My cat's outside right now. He doesn't usually do that, but he likes to slip under the screen door sometimes like an idiot, and then he can't get back in. So um, that's great. Glad he decided to do that. Anyway, like I was saying, (laughs) so all that is to say, it's a shower thought for now. Um... I still want to improve my public speaking capabilities and my socialization, but um, but for now, that's just an idea I have because I just love creative writing and I want to help people learn it and understand it the way that I see it instead of thinking that they're stuck behind this skill barrier of not having the initial talent that isn't really a thing I mean talent exists obviously there are certain people who are just predisposed to be better at things than others but they don't have to pursue that talent and if they do that doesn't mean that people can't be better than them so you know from there um right so i'm just trying to think of what the heck i was originally talking about after going off on that tangent um i know i talked about vocab and i know i talked about some other things Right. I think I was trying to get to a point where um 
where even though I say all these things, you know, I'm not 100%, I don't 100% know what I'm talking about, you know, <laughs> this is just from, from what I've experienced and how I perceive things, um, like, eh, part of why I brought up the whole teacher thing was because the way I would grade students would be I I imagine it'd be hard to to be in that position where you're supposed to basically grade people's creative talent or just creative capabilities in general and and I think it it might be intimidating to think about like like how someone might perceive your creativity but I think the thing about that kind of job is that you go, have to go in knowing that not everyone thinks the same way and not everyone even if somebody isn't that great at like putting their ideas on paper or anything that doesn't mean that they don't have good ideas. And to be able to prove to others that you can you can be that creative person is I think that's that's good enough. And I think if they can prove that then I think that would give them a good grade. And so when people are worried about um, about not being that good at writing, quote-unquote, then maybe they should just think about what did and didn't work rather than just on that it isn't working, you know? Like, you're not going to figure out the solution to your problem if you just want to talk about the problem. And... I I mean, you don't, it's not like I'm saying that if you don't pursue that, then you're just gonna never improve and you're gonna be stuck there. Like, it's, um, I don't think that people have to be creative. I don't think people have to improve themselves in that area and, or anything. That's just, uh the area the the area that I am successful in or at least I think I am <laughs> I would like to think that I am and um and I want others to understand that it's not some unobtainable goal and that like me telling you this might help I don't know but I guess I guess I should probably start to finish up now. I think I've said most of what I've wanted to talk about. I have a few more ideas than I started out with about what I want to talk about in other episodes. So I'm sure you've noticed that I I 
I don't pause as often as I did in my first one. Or, well, I, I, I had a bunch of segments on the first one because I was struggling to think of what to say and I had these like really long pauses that were really awkward. And I think people would look at it and be like, um, did she stop? Is it over? So I, I decided to cut those out. <laughs> but I don't really have that... I don't have too many pauses and they aren't that bad of pauses. So I'm... They're, they're still there, but they aren't that bad. Um, there will definitely come a time when I'm going to start running out of things to talk about. I don't know when, but eventually. I'm, I'm more optimistic about how much I can stretch out what I'm talking about. Because I have like a little list of stuff that I can talk about, but... I wasn't sure about whether I would end up just talking about three things in one episode and just not having enough material to keep this going for very long, but I think I'll I'll be okay. I think, because this is already, I did not anticipate when I originally was going to talk about creativity to follow this up with another one about creativity so I think it's it has a lot more longevity than I gave it credit for but anyway um thanks for listening and I will talk to you again in the next one so bye